0: Do this. Oh, geez. Hi. Hi. Here we go. We're
1: we're feeling a little emotionally drained. Yeah. This... We gotta just start it solid.
0: All right. This is me, my parents, and Liam Neeson. I'm Dan. Patrick. Carrie. And this week, uh, we had a couple of different options. We chose Gas and Splash and
1: <laughs> And I think that our other option would have been the other end of the spectrum. Yes, yeah,
0: so one of our options would have possibly been a zero, maybe a one.
1: I on the think based meter. on everything.
0: This one was a 10 within about 15 minutes. This is a... S- Solid 10. We're- so, like, we can talk yeah. about Peril Meter the whole yeah. podcast Let's s- <laughs> Let's start off here. We watched The Grey. Uh, it came on 2011. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was a follow-up film, not following up in plot-wise, but this was uh, a year after The A-Team. Okay. Which was written by...
1: Well, and this one, if I remember from the credits correctly, this Joe- wasn't... Sorry. Go ahead Joe
0: Carnahan it was di- He was directed by Joe Carnahan Who wrote The A-Team Produced by Ridley Scott Who you may have heard of That's a film Gladiator
1: Oh, sure. Alien, Alien.
0: I believe he did Gravity Okay uh, He also produced The A-Team Okay They were originally considering a younger lead actor For this film Okay Like Bradley Cooper From mm. The A-Team
1: Hmm Oh, sure, sure
0: Okay So production-wise, that was there uh, but this
1: was based on a short story, and then a screen. Written. Short
0: story referred was to as the
1: Ghost Walker. Ghost yep.
0: walker. I mm-hmm. and the guy who wrote the short story collaborated on the film script.
1: Oh, nice, nice. So that was
0: good. I I looked up. I Academy Awards 2012. This one did not win any Academy Awards or even mm-hmm. get nominated. I will let you know about some awards later in the program, though. I the artist was this year. Oh, sure. Which I haven't seen, but Mm -hmm. Wikipedia tells me is the first silent feature to win an Academy Award for Best Picture since 1927, a.k.a. the first best picture. Yes. We should uh, watch
2: that.
1: It doesn't have Liam Neeson.
0: It does not have Liam Neeson. We won't podcast it, Meryl Streep won uh, an award for Iron Lady. The Muppets got an award that year. Okay. Possibly Um, for... A Lifetime Achievement Award? I don't know. I... But, you know
1: Well, I think that this is a movie that uh, Me, the mom, would not have picked up off the shelf To watch it Because Liam Neeson's face on the the box Looks like he's in trouble And then, as the mom, I think Oh no, I want
0: Yep Uh, Something tells me a band-aid would not No But, you know Uh, Zero to Neeson on this one is 30 seconds Abrupt Yeah
1: Well, the first voice
0: Because he's the first voice we hear And then we see him on screen shortly there Mm -hmm. And he monologues a lot he, before he actually says for something. For several on the minutes, no one on the mm-hmm. screen actually says anything of note. There's a bar where people are shouting. Right. But the only dialogue we can monologue mm-hmm. Liam Mason missing his, someone we, Who and, we presume yeah. to be passed away. Yeah. And it's. Well, she's
1: gone. She's we gone. We didn't yeah. know for sure. Yeah.
0: yeah. But it was she's heavily implied. Uh, this is uh, something that I see a lot in bad video games, which is extremely lazy storytelling. Uh, where the start of it is someone telling you the back All the, the backstory. backstory, not showing it, not finding a way to make it matter later, because his wife being gone does not help us care about his struggle that he's in necessarily, because we've barely seen, it. we've only heard him talk about, it.
1: and we're not, and I wasn't even sure that she had passed away; she, she might just, have just gone. been gone, yeah. maybe, who knows? It was. Yeah. It could just be a fantasy.
0: We don't know. So before uh, shit goes fanwards, we see that his wife is... We hear that his wife is gone. We don't see it. We hear it. And we see him shoot a... going to attack guys working on a pipeline. And it's attacking by itself. And it's bad pack And it's behavior. during the day. And it's during the day. It's like the dumbest
2: wolf you've ever seen. And we, mm-hmm. we realize pretty rapidly that he has the job of Overwatch
0: for the...
1: Pipeline. Pipeline
0: workers. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also is the only person with a white coat. Which means he's the good guy.
1: I think that's very right, true. He has too. the
0: white cowboy hat.
1: He has <laughs> the white coat. Uh, Everybody else looks plaid, shirt, yeah. brown and yeah. gray coat. The problem mm-hmm. is,
0: once things start to go poorly, the reason why people should care about Liam Neeson's character is not the backstory that they've given us. The backstory right. does not help us care about him.
1: We just, we end up having to care about him. The guy that seems to have
0: his head still screwed. Exactly, but... We didn't know that he had his head screwed on before. until then. And in uh, fact, we
1: kind of thought maybe he was emotionally compromised. So let's then. think
0: back to Taken, if you remember that.
1: Oh, I probably... Th-
0: before think- people get Taken, he talks to his army buddies, or his CIA buddies or whoever, who think mm-hmm. that he's still got it. They give him a job. He does a good job at the job, doing, like, quick, taking people out and protecting them. Mm-hmm. We see that he's good at the peril he's about to be in. And we be- see he's
1: very detailed yeah. and we mm-hmm. see other things. We see
0: all of that before he gets into the peril. And then in this film, what he- the pre-seeding and the post-seeding are different skill sets. So yeah, lazy storytelling beforehand mm-hmm. got better later. but
1: Well, I think the story just got extremely intense.
0: Oh, yeah. The
1: intensity ramps up to feverish pitch. I mean, we were saying, okay, this is a solid 10. Yeah. Uh, we don't have to talk about anything.
2: Yeah. About ten
0: minutes into it, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. Well, that's when. How much of this do we talk about?
1: Well, well, if you like, if you like a thriller, then you should watch this film.
0: Lots
2: of suspense. Uh, lots of what did you refer to the surprise? The uh, jump scare. Jump scare. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, that, several that's, opportunities. That's another video game
0: scare. thing. That's also a yeah. cheap scares yeah. because that's walking up behind someone and going boo boo. Yeah, right. Exactly. It's, they're not actually scared. They're just startled. Yeah. Sure.
1: Yeah. I needed to get up and walk away from the television a couple of times because yeah. it was too scary for me. Yeah, but see,
0: you knew it was coming. It's not because you, was it because you were scared or because you were startled or because it was graphic? Yes.
1: Graphic, yes. Or also because I I could see where something was going yeah. see, and it was going see, to see, get see. nasty.
0: That's the good stuff. Yeah. That's the effective one. That's what you could get. In your mm-hmm. scary movies Is mm-hmm. the suspense mm-hmm. That's what gets you
1: And then I couldn't I can't watch yeah. it So I had jump, to walk away For a moment
0: Someone jump I, I believe I've talked about this On this very podcast The Obloogie Woogie woo" Factor <laughs> uh, Where the most effective one Is where someone is standing Right behind you And you know that They're going to go boo But they're not And you don't know when that's actual tension. Not someone jumping out at you. Not someone that you can see with an orange neon sign going, I'm going to scare you. You want Good it point. to be not obvious visually, but obvious mentally. Yeah, it's obvious it's yeah. going to happen. But was it going to happen? <laughs> it kind of was that. A lot but, of the times they yeah. were like, we're going to make a lot of wolf noises. Are you scared yet?
1: I think that there were times when the suspense tension... I'm frightened along with the characters worked really well and Mm -hmm. then there were times when it was just startling, jarring sort of in my face bleh Mm -hmm. ha ha and guts and and
0: blood it wasn't Tarantino levels like it was believable amounts so good job on their Mm -hmm. props guys
1: well as a Boy Scout mom who's done her fair share of in all kinds of weather there were sometimes in the film I did not believe that the weather was real, or that the
0: people's reaction to the weather. People's was reactions to the accurate. weather.
1: We live. Let's just say we live. Parallel. Oh, don't, so
0: don't worry. Where we live is going to become important.
1: <laughs> so I think that there were times when the winter weather aspects and the way the characters behaving in the winter weather was not believable to me.
0: Oh yeah, no, this is... This film purports to take place in Alaska. They mm-hmm. talk about Anchorage. Right. They're flying out They're, of... The um,
1: pipeline, which is way up nor- in northern Alaska. In yep. Alaska, let's face it, people, got a look at a globe. It's really big
0: and yeah. far away. The film, it was filmed in Canada, which is only slightly less north Yes. Depending on well, where in Canada. Yeah, they didn't right. go out to the boondocks of Canada. Yeah. You right, know, right. Toronto. I mean. <laughs> yeah, but
1: they they must have done, well, they could have green screened We don't know.
0: Uh, shot in Vancouver and Smithers, British Columbia, with several scenes being shot at the Smithers Regional Airport.
1: Okay, sure, there you go. sure.
0: Well, that's a beautiful area
1: of the world. Yep. We haven't been to Vancouver for quite some We haven't. So, yes. So that was one of my issues was that the weather and the characters' reactions to the weather was not logical. If you get soaking wet in the winter, soaked to the skin, you are going to die now. And so when somebody didn't die now, that made me not believe that part. But that's me. Uh,
0: I would like to take a moment here. It's going to be several moments.
1: Okay, we To will... talk
0: about production and post. And because this is very much a PETA Bait oh. film. Um. So, so we're going to start off with, this is the first time tweets from and Twitter handles for professional critics film trailer. The third trailer for this featured critics talking about the film, specifically their tweets, not just quotes from their printed work. Okay, hmm.
1: that's odd. So that's
0: interesting. Uh, there's an alter the director said he shot an alternate ending that he never intended to use, showing him fighting the Alpha. Spoilers, okay. he doesn't. Um... Uh, Ebert gave it three and a half out of four. Huh. And wrote that the unrelenting harshness so affected him that he departed the screening of a different movie on the same day. Huh. Quote, the way I was feeling in my gut, it just wouldn't have been fair to the next. F-. Wow. So
1: that the the suspenseful, the times when I had to get up and walk away, Yeah. he sat through the whole thing and, then and he, it bothered him.
0: Yeah. Dissenters' uh, reviews tend to focus on the film's abrupt ending. I'm not. Yeah.
1: I'm not sure that it was an abrupt ending.
0: We there. It's this is not the first time we've talked about abrupt slash ambiguous endings on this podcast, and hmm. it probably won't be the last. They do that a lot. Probably. Uh box office controversy. I uh, British Columbia's The Province paper featured an article about the movie's crew buying four wolf carcasses from a local trapper for props and two for eating. Okay. This angered environmentalists and animal activists, as you can imagine, <laughs> who are already irate that the film depicts wolves in a negative light, specifically at a time when gray wolves had recently been removed from the Endangered Species Act in most Western American states.
1: I've read a significant number of essays about wolf population in North mm-hmm. America. So.
0: Yep. Peter <laughs> moved to boycott it. Uh, the film company placed a fact sheet on the film's official website with cooperation from the Acero Club, and uh, director downplayed the significance of the violent wolves, highlighting the significance of man's internal struggle. Sure, sure. Yeah, Awards. Right. We need to go a little deeper on this one, because the film was nominated in 2012, granted this award in 2013, the International Wolf Center's SCAT Award in Scare Tactics and Silly Information. (laughs) Hold on. It gets better. But what's the International Wolf Center, you may ask?
1: Oh, that's in Ely, Minnesota. I'm
0: glad you asked. It's in our state. <laughs>
1: it, no, it's in Ely, Minnesota. Yeah. Have we, We've driven into the parking lot and I back. I think we
0: have, yes. Oh. I've never
1: gone in. I believe that my mother's cousin used to be a docent.
0: <laughs> the center sponsored a video game called Wolf Quest, which has been developed by the Minnesota Zoo. Okay. Of course it has. Where you I learn about the life cycle of a wolf in Yellowstone National Park. Perfect. They have two episodes available. We could play it for the podcast.
1: <laughs> I don't think it has Liam Neeson in it. I, that it is the
0: most... There were a couple of, like, horror movie award shows that mm. nominated it because it's pretty right. dispensable, but the International Wolf Center's award is the only one it actually... Wow. Or at least the best one it won, I guess. Well, <laughs> Very interesting. they
1: wouldn't have paid attention if there hadn't been wolves.
0: Of course. Correct. But mm. there were. And I will say... It was a little bit on the, like, all sharks are man-eaters type of thing.
1: I thought of sharks at the very beginning of this. I thought, wait, this is going to be a shark movie, It's a shark
0: it? movie, except it's got wolves in it. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. this is very much in the line of, oh, well, normally sharks are normal, but, oh, we are in bad shark place. And in bad shark place, sharks kill.
1: Yeah, they go around Pretty in much. packs and yeah. kill.
0: And what they don't, like... They're not doing normal wolf things like killing for food and, you know, trying to survive. No, these are ones that kill for reasons.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Believe me,
0: I have an Irish accent.
2: <laughs> okay. Yeah. Was... So here's a question about peril. Okay. Have we talked about whether uh, peril that is self-inflicted is still peril?
0: Yes. In fact, in a different movie that takes place in a cold mountain. Yeah. If, what was if, our conclusion on that? It was not. It was not. It was not. I uh, In that one, it kind of mattered more. This one, it doesn't. Yeah. I don't think this one's going down from a 10 just no. because we don't think... No, it's just a matter seriously. of when, yeah. when
2: did the peril really start. The peril really started when... At the plane crash. At the plane crash. Spoilers, you know, there was a plane crash. I thought it was really intriguing, the film technique of him when the plane was going down... And the image of him essentially upside down, with the wilderness behind him flying by, yeah, like the plane had broken and opened up, mm-hmm. and and they had and they yeah. filmed that
0: piece. And I thought that was a really interesting film. Something that I want to see one of these days, one special feature somewhere. I know this film didn't do it because they would have touted this from the rooftops. I want to see the behind-the-scenes footage of someone filming a plane crash from the inside, so they can CGI it properly.
1: That sounds like they wouldn't. Survive. It sounds dangerous.
0: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> but somewhere out there is an auteur film producer, and they want to do it right, and they're they going to find a it. way. They just have
2: to get a drone, you know, a remote-controlled yeah. aircraft, put a couple of cameras on it. And... Yeah, but
0: some guy out there who's going, no, we have to crash an airplane so it looks right. You know, if
2: if if X can. Put a camera in an exploding Corvette, it survives, and still watch it. Yeah. You should be able to do that I
0: mean, I was more thinking if Tom Cruise can do his own stunts hanging off of an airplane while it's actually taking off. That, too. He could probably figure it that out. That, too. He jumped off the biggest building in the world. He fired. He had to fire his insurance company because they wouldn't insure him. Because they were <laughs> like, don't jump off the highest building in the world.
1: <laughs> oh, dear. So. So, have we rated other movies at a 10? I
0: believe we have. And we've at least had a 9. And I think a nine five. I think we've had nines. And I, before, I want yeah.
1: the, the podcast people to know that I did go back and fix all the podcast numbers. Thank you. Erased. I did fix it.
2: <laughs> Good job.
1: See, Mama gets a gold star for fixing what she so, messed up.
2: So, aside from substantial peril in a plane crash, there was then, oh, widows is a ten. Remember, he dies twice in that. Right. One. <laughs> there was there was substantial peril when he woke ta- up. From don't the plane crash.
1: Don't tell them all the peril. They might want
0: to... There God. was peril from wolves. Okay. Dark, Dark Man, we gave a nine five.
1: I didn't watch that, remember? You didn't
0: watch that one. You did
1: that with your uh, That's
0: the... There have not... There's not been a 10 yet. This is the first 10. Okay, then There've this is multiple... an 11. Wait. Was, no, did this I missed one. Be a no, a I missed one. I missed... Oh, wait, no. Widows was... There. That's right. There's been a couple of
1: 9s. Oh, this is a solid 10. A solid, solid
0: 10, 10. Much more than Widows.
1: I think, I think so. so. We're not going
0: to change the scale and may, and crank this one to 11. No. No. We're we can't the, do that. We're not going to.
1: We thought we should be leaving room for the Russian judge, and apparently this was.
0: This is the Russian th- judge. The
1: Russian judge showed up today. Yeah. Apparently. Wrapped their knuckles on the table and said, this one's a 10.
0: All right. Anything else we need to say about this one? This is not going to be a very long one, but. That's well, that gives you
1: more time to go out and watch a goodie. Yeah.
0: Go do it. This one is probably at the library. It's not that old. The, we got I, it
1: at the library. So yeah. I
0: looked at where Smithers, Columbia is. is in British Columbia? It
2: is equivalently northward to the southernmost tip of Alaska. So it's
0: almost Alaska? Like,
2: like it's really quite close to Alaska. And Ketchikan is like the southernmost city. There.
1: Ketchikan is due, due west. Basically
2: okay. due west, a little bit. So it's right on the edge of... Uh, there's a large green. Sea. That would be, be a park? park. That would be
0: some kind of a forest, probably.
2: For park? There is a very large park. Really big It looks like like the wilderness. Guess Can what? you say that word? That. Hooks yeah. Duvaxu Nyam G's Kitlope Heritage Conservancy.
1: I would say. <laughs> it's much easier to say.
2: There's a couple of different. At any rate, it is really northward.
0: And... Here
1: we go. I don't think we have so. anything else to tell the good people.
0: Nope. This will be a short one. Go watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, tune in next week when...
1: We watch something less perilous. I, no doubt.
0: some If we find a more perilous movie, I will be prized. I don't know how we're going to give it more than a 10 because we aren't going out of fires. Nope. nope. So. We're not going back and changing Widows either. That one stuck as a 10.
1: You died twice. It's a 10.
0: Yeah, you died twice. Okay, bye.